Hi, I'm Wyatt. And I'm Grace. And you're listening to Our Dad and your host of the Vacation Rental Revolution podcast. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Vodacy Vacation Rental Revolution podcast. I am super excited today. We get to have a couple of our members joining us. We're going to do a little interview and learn about Jacob and Vanessa Jansen's story. And they're going to tell us a little bit about their journey and journey into investing into short-term vacation rentals. So guys, welcome and thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having us. We appreciate it. Absolutely. So uh, to, let, let's just start off with the easy stuff. Tell us a little bit about where you're from and uh, what you do and kind of what got you into the vacation rental game as far as your interest level. And, and, uh, and then we'll kind of go from there. We'll just have a nice little conversation about your journey. Hey, well, we live in Idaho right now. We've got six kiddos ranging from a senior in high school down to two-year-old. Um, we always knew we wanted a big family and went to college, met there, and Jacob went to be an engineer, and I went into psychology, and we both realized after that that's not really what we wanted to do. <laughs> so Jacob worked as an engineer for, I think, five years when he was like, this is killing my soul. <laughs> <laughs> he purchased his first long-term um, place with his dad up in Rexburg. It was like a, a student housing situation, and it was long-term rentals um for we had that for about 10 years and he kept trying to talk me into getting a new place or something new and I was just like dude you have a w2 let's just stick with that we've got great insurance and then we just kept having baby after baby and it just kind of kept got busier and busier and then he sold that and we had a chunk of change and we thought oh man what do we do with this chunk of change ended up buying a house remodeling it um and we had always done like real estate education. We'd always kind of tinkered around. Like he had, I was kind of out of it. Um, I felt like it pulled time away from the family more so than it gave into the family. Um, and so finally he changed jobs to be like in the same company, but changed to be a project manager. Um, and was always looking at like certifications for being more efficient. And, you know, he was always trying to get better and do better. Um, really big personal growth guru. I'm not so good in that area. Um, and so he just kept trying to find something that fit our life and fit something that worked. And he approached me with Vodacy and a couple, like he's always just looking for what the next thing that would make like fulfill him and create something for our family. And I was not, I was like, okay, this is your thing. Just go do it. So he did all the training in like a month, two weeks. No, just kind of just busted through all the training was just kept eating up, eating it up. And he just came to me. He's like, this is what we got to do. Like you need to get on board. And he didn't even ask me. I never looked at any of the training. He just said, Hey, come to this weekend away with me. I want to take you away. It's I want to take you to something in Utah. And I was like, okay, sure. He's like, it's got this little real estate thing we're going to go to, but then we'll just meet people and go to dinner and have fun. It's just a weekend away. I was like, okay. So we go to this weekend away and it's Vodacy Live. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And I, I sat there and I looked at him and I'm like, you purposely brought me to this. <laughs> so I feel the vision of what you wanted and the goals. So when we had heard from all of those people, that's just regular people you pulled up from the crowd like us right now. And you just asked them what their journey was. And you saw that they had real families and balancing real other careers or some were doing it full time. You know, you saw that for me, it was the realness of how this could happen. 
And so for me, that's kind of when my, I looked at him, I said, did you just bring me here to like meet people and network? Cause that's kind of what I, and he goes, no, just, just relax and hang out and listen and go get a snack. And, you know, it was just really fun to be there and to meet, you know, groups of people that like what he likes, but it wasn't consuming their whole life. Yeah. And I listened, you know, you got up and kind of spoke about this idea that people have these vacation rentals for different reasons. And again, I did zero training till then, right? Like I'm more there like, should I ask a question? I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, ask questions. Um, and we ended up purchasing two properties this summer and um, rearranging some finances and purchasing two properties. And I was really, really nervous about the price tags that some of these properties came with. So for me, the reservation, and I felt like there was high risk. And he just kind of sat me down and said, listen, I have this, I've walked through this program and I'm mitigating the risk. And I was like, now I'm listening. What, what are you doing to do this? And he kind of walked me through the Bodicey program and how like there were steps in place to make sure that you had a good return. It was a good investment. And it wasn't just something like we had friends investing in a market. We already, we joined into this summer and they would just grab a house and hope. No, 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 there was no numbers. There was no, there was nothing like they would, no. no plan. And that scared me to see them do that and then go through COVID and not be sure. And we ended up buying a property that has had a big drought this year at a lake that's very, very touristy and it's in the middle of nowhere. And if the lake goes, then everything goes. And so I was just really nervous. And he's like, don't worry, we have this reserve, we have this. We, you know, he went through the plan that Bodicey lays out and that just gave me reassurance as the one who's like, I realized we have a big family. We can't do everything, sit down and do it together. We don't have the resources or the time. And it was nice that he was able to just really compactly show me that it wasn't a huge risk, that it was a smart decision. And we ended up making, like once I managed the bookings and stuff like that, and once I started seeing the money roll in, I was just like... I had to shut my mouth. <laughs> yeah. uh, you, now, you're sold. now you're bringing him to the next Modesty Live event, right? <laughs> I did not know that story. That's awesome. So like the first, you're like first introduction, you were kind of tricked into coming to Modesty Live for two days. You're like, for sure. That's, that's, like that. you're putting your rocking out music and I'm like, all right, this day's like our age. Like, uh-huh. Yeah, I got the, the old ACDC back in black coming on. I'm like, all right. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, who's this guy? I don't even know who this guy. Well, there's a few things to unpack there too, right? That's a, that's, a, you know, fun that you, came, you got that introduction to it. But one of the things that is important and I talk about all the time on the podcast, any, anywhere we can get people to listen to us is this, there is a, there is a method to the madness. There is a process we do. We do want to pay attention to like, there's, there's not a crystal ball for anything, right? We have to, there's always there's always a certain amount of risk. We want to do whatever we can to mitigate that risk. But kind of to your point is your um, Jacob is one of those guys that dives in and puts together, you know, the numbers and the details and which is why he's so successful with this as well. But there's, there is a process to it, right? It's not just like your brand's going and saying, which is what a lot of people do. And it's a little more like rolling the dice of saying, okay, I like this market. I'm just going to buy and throw it on Airbnb and see what happens. And there's, there's a little bit more to, to the, you know, a, little, a few more factors to success than that. Right. 
So what do you what do you guys do now? Like what is what pays the bills? You went from so Jake, you you got into the engineering side. Now you're project manager with the company. And Vanessa, what are you doing? So I teach English to students in China, um, and there have been probably six new laws in the last week that have changed or month that have really changed that dynamic for yeah. students and tutoring there. And so so yeah, like yeah. We, I mean taking away school taking away gaming they've taken away a lot of stuff in the last couple of weeks and a lot i'd say five of those companies shut down luckily mine is the only one that's operational still so i still have my income but we very quickly realized with a big family that we wanted this income to replace mine so i wasn't yeah. like three in the morning three to seven teaching and it's just it's hard so we that's what my his goal at first was like i want to get you out of that i want to get you doing something like this in the normal hours of the day. So that's kind of the goal. Nice. So let's talk about the properties. Tell us about, so the first property was, was the first one Florida or was the first one in Page? The first one was. That's that's a good question. So. (laughs) They were right, right together. Where are they? Day after each other, they closed. That's right. So we were tracking a bunch of markets. I was looking at four to five markets for probably about four or five months. Mm Mm-hmm. And literally, you know, they say when it rains, it pours. It's true. So we literally closed on June 14th on the one in Lake Powell in Page, Arizona. And the next day, we closed on the condo of Daytona Beach. So they closed literally one day after each other. So, hey, if you're going to jump in, just jump in the deep end, right? <laughs> Why not? Why not? Why not? Yeah, we're not quite sure we want to do it. Vanessa has to get uh, tricked into showing up to Vodacy Live June, the 1st of June. And then by June 14th, you have two properties. So <laughs> we, we came to Vodacy Live with like, I think we were looking at putting offers in and we put them in the day after. I don't know, I guess they were already in. Yeah, they're already in. I don't even know how much I don't know. <laughs> That's awesome. So tell me a little bit about the how the performance. Like let's let's start with the the uh, Lake Powell one because that's yeah, you're right. That I mean Lake Powell's affected like crazy by the drought, right? And there's a lot of people that are not going down there. There's a lot of, you know, and so how has that been with that property because it still came out and performed okay for you so far, right? It has. So we we Jacob came to me and said, Vanessa, we've got a unicorn here. It's not like any other property we will ever see again because a builder built it for himself. Yeah. Uh, down in, in that area, there are a lot of casitas where it's just a single like mother-in-law suite off of a detached garage. This home actually has the potential for three lock-off casitas. Yeah. Um, one's two bedroom, one's a bedroom, another like and in some corners where you know, maybe there was a little gray in there where <laughs> it shouldn't have been a two-bedroom, but it was allowed to be a yeah. two-bedroom because he's a builder. Um so we really just had this unicorn of a property that Jacob came to me with and he's like, it's brand new and it'll be a place you can take your whole family. Cause I have eight kids in my family and you know, that's something that like resonated with me. I was like, really? He's like, yeah, everybody can fit. It'll be really fun. Um, so I think, why don't you talk about metrics? Cause it's done. Yeah. So we're looking at all these different markets and, you know, I'm getting on daily looking at, you know, Zillow and Google.com. Um, I see this property in page. And I'm sitting there and I kind of do a quick analysis and I'm like, these numbers look really good. It's a hot market. I'm like, it's, it's <laughs> well, talking about like the, all the markets are hot, right? Yeah. So I'm sitting there and I'm running the numbers and I'm like, these numbers look really good. And then I'm like, I look at it. Oh, it's been on the market for 14 days. I'm like, something's got to be wrong here. Right. Yeah. Dig into it a little bit more and come to find out 
there's nothing wrong with it. It's at a really good, reasonable price. So like I'm hurrying to try and get my stuff together and come to find out my pre-approval letter expired the day before. So I had to get a new pre-approval letter for financing. Um, put an offer in it, that full asking price, and we, we bought it. And it's done really well. I mean, we did, so we bought it on June 14th. We closed. We worked our tails off all of June as soon as we got back from Bodicey and we're trying to get a fairly furnished this six bedroom. We have one long-term renter in the detached, but he wanted everything supplied again. So it was a full six bedroom, six and a half bath. And, you know, everyone's like, sorry, it's COVID. We don't have So it was a little bit of a challenge jumping into that. So we just started making lists like mad and drug all of our kids and my sister-in-law and her kids down there and just built furniture for 10 days and, you know, do all that stuff where you're unpacking a house basically. And I think we got to go to the lake one day and my kids were just like, we're not doing this. <laughs> um, but overall it was such a great experience. We've had really good solid bookings at first. Most of our bookings have all been on one site, which I thought was a little interesting. Um, but we were actually able to produce, like after coming to Bodice Live, I had such great notes. It was kind of like a crash course for your entire system. And I was able to, you know, go through and we were able to take really high quality pictures, um, go through it. I kind of made like a YouTube video of a walkthrough um, and allowed direct bookings from that YouTube video, kind of because I know you guys talked about if you have an availability for that. Um, and so we were able to just, you know, link our YouTube video there and then offer a direct booking link or phone number yeah. call. And it was just great. So we've, um, our first, I would say we did get, had 10 guests, eight guests so far. And we have, you know, half of the rest of the calendar filled. And so I called my friend up who has her properties there. And I'm like, Hey, what is your, or we actually got on air DNA. Cause I'm like, what is the filled property? Like, I want to see how filled pages right now. Yeah. And it was about 50%. And that they said was the top side. Everything else was, you know, really everyone was taking their bedroom to bedroom and taking it down, cutting it by more than 50% just to try to fill their slots. Yeah. Um, so we were still able to come in and build a little nest egg to get us through the winter. Um, but we've gotten great reviews because on Odyssey Live, you said, hey, remember, you can always message your guests and say, hey, I gave you a five-star rating. You want to just send me a review? I'd love it. And every single one of our guests has given us the rating. They do, right? That law of reciprocity. It's such a simple thing. And I'm like, if I mean, I wish more people would do it because it's it's something so simple. And but everybody asks for a review, but nobody gives a review. And so when you know, guests like to be reviewed too. And and so it's awesome. I love like when you messaged me and said, Hey, this is working, and saw that in our group and like it. I love hearing that because it's, it's those simple things that make the big difference. Right. And it makes it so that you're getting the reviews, you're confident in your pricing. You don't have to slash your pricing by 50% because that's what everybody really does. That's the, that's people um, in this game, like your friends, for example, when they don't have a plan and they, they buy in a market, if things aren't going well, they automatically assume the only, their only solution is to cut pricing. And that, that hurts our revenue so bad. And that's not the only solution to everything. So there's all these little things you can do. So it's exciting to hear that it came out, even in a market that was, that was a little, that was a little tough with the, with the drought going on. Yeah, definitely. For sure. And I would have to say our reviews were 
better than we could have ever said. Like we could not have said the same things on those, the description that other people said. This one guy was like, I was not paid to write this, just so you know. <laughs> it was like, he called me at work. He's like, get on and look at the review. And I was shocked. Like they really, they say things you can't say about your own property. And our friends have beautiful reviews. Like we are always like, we were hoping for those kinds of reviews from that they get when they post people and they spend so much time loving on their guests. And I thought, we're not there. We're not going to get that, you know? Um, but we took some advice from someone in the Bodicey group that said, hey, get a hospitality manager. We jumped on that boat, got one while we were there. She's amazing. And all she does is just sends a quick text, but she can run down if she needs to. And that having that touch um, without us having to have a full property manager, you know, yeah. it's been amazing to use the little bits and gold nuggets that other people have had and been able to share put it into place very simply and have it work to our benefit. I just felt really blessed about that. That's awesome. Yeah. I always tell as much, as proud as I am of like our experience and everything we can try to teach and, and, you know, advise on in our process and our frameworks is like our group that we have at this stage is just invaluable. The, the collective experience and knowledge and just, I mean, it's that I can't speak highly enough of it either. And so you guys, you guys are a, a big part of that as well. And so it's, uh, I know people appreciate all the input you guys give as well. So it's, it's great to be able to give and take in that group. So that's awesome. So what about the, the, the Daytona property, the one that was the day after <laughs> so, the, at the same time, you're doing one of them, you got the other one, at least this one was mostly set up, right? You didn't have to, you didn't have to put, put all the furniture together and get it all ready. Yeah. So it, it was, it's, it's a condo hotel. Um, and we, we actually offered less than what they were asking, which our realtor was really surprised they accepted that offer just because kind of hotels typically kind of go for what they're asking for just because they're more of an investment type type real estate thing. And um, it was recently renovated. Um, it's basically a two bedroom, two bath with a lock off. So it has kind of like a full size kitchen and kind of a mini kitchenette. We found an awesome property manager. He recommended that we convert the kitchen in the other side into a bedroom. So basically now it's a three bedroom, two bath. Um, working with him and his wife is an interior decorator. We're actually looking to um, apply some of the things that we've learned at um, Vodacy with um, kind of going with a theme. Yeah. Um, and with, with beach properties, everybody kind of goes to the beach thing. And we want to do something different, but we didn't want to get completely away from the beach. So we came up with this idea. We, we really love the industrial kind of New York loft feel. Yeah. So we decided to go with a beach New York loft. And so we, call, we actually called it the Lux Beach Loft. And so it basically we were doing some um, brick textured wallpaper, uh, both in red, both in white. Um, and of course, in Daytona, what's the big thing? Daytona 500 doing a Daytona 500 themed bedroom. But we couldn't find anybody, like nobody else had done that. No. We searched up tons of- That's crazy there that nobody was doing that. Yeah. Everybody everybody just goes with the beach, right? Yeah. They come just for the work. I mean, even places that are close, this place is like five, 10 minutes from the raceway. There was nothing that, so we have one bedroom that's completely themed the Daytona room and 
my kids, like our kids were really involved in that process because we use their college funds. <laughs> so they, so, so you, you, they, this is their college funds working, right? To grow. It's been amazing because Jacob's always been big on educating our kids on the process of investing. They play games. There's games, rat race games that they play, cover your asset games that they play. Uh, and he was able to say, look, this is what you have for your college what if we did this and look at the, this investment, look at this return. And he was able to sit down with them and say, do you guys want to go in with us? Do you guys want to be a part of this? And they all looked at the returns and they were like, yeah. And it really, he called, I mean, he found a gem of a property manager down there. Jacob does his research. Like you said, he works his butt off to do that research. He found this great guy and um, his wife, you know, is that they're a really great team. She's an interior decorator. They're a great team. And he, there's no worry. Like we, we just collect a check. Like I get what you mean now when you say, Hey, sometimes it's just about yeah. the property, not doing work where, you know, the page property we're self-managing, um, the Daytona property has done really well. Um, our family got that first check and we're like, sweet. It's exactly the return we were expecting for their college that, you know, we'll go right back into that fund and it will be you know Jacob just got to talk to them about reoccurring and getting that that investment money I don't know what do you call it when you just your return on your yeah. investment whatever yeah, right. and you start compounding it right you just start taking it and then putting it back into something else and and uh, that that return on investment that's fun it's really it's I'm glad you brought that up actually with the kids um, how old are the kids what's the age range with between the six of them um, so 17, 15, 13, 10, 7, 2. Awesome. So, so most of them, most of them are, are involved in the process then. I mean, my kids are 10 and they've been, they get involved in every one of our properties. They love it. And I love doing it with them. Just, it's funny. You mentioned those games. We play those exact same games with our kids. And so I had to, I had to chuckle with that, but but then you take those games and those those concepts that they're learning and they get so interested in this, right? And um, my kids weren't quite old enough when I was doing like the development and the build jobs and some of the long-term investments. I don't know that they would have been as interested just because the vacation side of it is really fun for them as well. Keeps their attention. It's something that is exciting, yet they're learning these skill sets, which I think is so valuable. And we have so many of our, so many of our members in our group. In fact, even the fact like what, where we're interviewing you guys here today, I've been in the investment side of life for 20 years and almost never until I got into this asset class did I talk to husbands and wives doing things together. It was usually one or the other that was interested in the investment. And, and, and it was just a, it was a side deal, right? It was, it was an investment but they didn't do it together as a family. And so it's, it's really fun. Like it's part of, it's kind of part of what we do and, and we see it over and over and over again. And so I'm, that, I'm glad you brought that up because that is a big, a big thing that we see all the time. And, uh, and you know, like we tell people, this is the, is the most fun I've ever had in real estate investing, but that's all part of it because we can do it with people we love. Definitely. For sure. Yeah. Brought us into it. Like you said, the, the previous investments were always Jacob and I felt like it was a job, but this is more of something that I could see us doing. And our kids are learning. They are like my brother came to us after a reunion and is like, your kids argue so strange. They argue about not being a good enough investment. Like that's not high enough. You need more on your yeah. <laughs> I love it. 
that's that's like music to my ears. I like I, I like I'm like okay, yeah, I could listen to this debate all day long. So <laughs> right, so I it is it's teaching them things that school doesn't teach. So we right right that that financial education that we just you, we don't learn unless we're you know exposed to it. So that's awesome. And so now today we just looked at property number three right before this call. So you get you're not slowing down any right. Where you. <laughs> <laughs> You bring that up, it's kind of interesting because that property was not in a market we were actually looking in. Um, it's in North Carolina. North Carolina was like a future market we were looking to potentially look into. But once again, you know, that, that community of people in Bodicey, someone in that community was like, here's this property that I came across in my local market. It's something that I can't take advantage of. So is anybody else interested? So I reached out to that person. That person is a, a realtor and a property manager. And so she knows that market very well. We've been working this last week on understanding that market and stuff like that. And so because of this community and having that opportunity kind of fall into my lap, you know, I, I, I use this saying a lot, luck equals opportunity plus preparedness. Yeah. We've been prepared. We've been put things in place and this opportunity fell in our lap. And we're able to take advantage of that opportunity because of this community that you've built. That's awesome. That's awesome. It, it is exciting for sure. And, and uh, you know, before you know it, you're going to be, this is, this is going to be it. This is going to be a full-time deal. <laughs> that's, that's the goal though, right? The, He's got it written down. And here's the fun thing at Odyssey Live. Again, I had done no, one more plug for that because I had a fun week. And um, you said, hey, write down how many properties you want. Right. Like, don't look at it. Like, don't share it with your partner. And I'm sitting there going 30. I write down 30. He writes down like 10 and he looks at me and he's like, like, we got to get on this. <laughs> That's awesome. It gave him a clue. Like I was all in. That's kind of when I jumped all in and it was fun to kind of be finally on that same page, realizing that it's not just taking away from our family. It's giving back. That's awesome. I love it. And, and, and it's not all, it's not all, you know, roses and sunshine and rainbows, right? There's challenges, but part of the challenges and obstacles make the journey worth taking as well, right? That's part of the journey. And, and when we're building something that is important and something that we, you know, that we're passionate about and that we, you know, there's a purpose behind, we know that we're going to have some of those challenges. So some of those challenges, let's talk about those. What were some of those challenges along the way? Because I don't want some people listening to this. So we, you know, we want to be realistic about what it is. Like we, we feel like it's well worth it for sure, but there's no obstacle that we don't feel like we can overcome, but there's obstacles, right? Absolutely. For me on my end, it was like um, house acquisition, you know, like the, sorry, furnishings. Um, getting that stocked was a huge undertaking. We heard someone say, oh, I got my property listed in like 40 days. And we were like, were we crazy to do 14? And well, I think we were crazy. Like, we really jumped after it and said, we got to get this on the market because it's such a touristy you know, location in the summer. We knew that, that our location had to get on fast. So we were willing to compromise on some of our furnishings like couches because we had to get what we could get in. Um, but for me, it was at first the property acquisition because my husband is spending hours on a computer after his job. I've got six kids. He's over there like scrolling and scrolling and, and charting things and trying to find numbers that work in this really hot market. I mean, yeah. everywhere. 
is just soaring. And our personal market has doubled in the last two years with people moving out of the West Coast. We have just been flooded with new comers, upstaters, and our market, like our house went, I mean, just doubled in price. And so he was tracking four to five markets. He looked at me one night, he's like, just so you know, most people track like two. And I'm like, why are you doing this to us right now? Um, and so then people started messaging me afterwards. How did you find your property? How did you find your properties? How did you find your properties? And I just looked at them. I said, he's, he's a, he just sits on the computer and he just runs the numbers and he tries to find the deals. So at first that was a little frustrating for me because it was time away. And he looked at me and he's like, listen, we've got to put in that, like, we've got to put in the time up front and it's going to pay off in the end. And then I thought, well, what about other jobs? Like people who are, who work in retail, they, their, their holidays are busy. You know, you've got doctors that work on Sundays and those holidays and weekends and everybody's job is going to have those peaks and flows of like when they are busy. And he goes, I just need you to hang in there with me right now. Just hang in there. Like I just found two properties and it's not always going to feel like this, but just hang in there with me. And at first I was like, ah, I was just really frustrated. Couldn't, couldn't quite get it settled. But now that I know that that's the phase, you know, that that sometimes will take that grit of getting through, um, tracking those markets. We, I have patience with it now because he's like, I got to start looking. And I realized, but then he was able to come back to me and say, Hey, we got to balance this out. You know, like we've got to find the balance. Um, but what other challenge do you think? Well, on that note too, just so you, while you're thinking about that, those next challenges, just to kind of unpack that a little bit, like there's, there's a reason why people roll the dice and just pick a property, right? There's a reason why they're like, Hey, this is a good market. I'm buying this one. It's hot. Somebody else wants it. I'll take it. And, you know, we talk about, the framework and the process, it doesn't mean that framework and process is, is, you know, super easy and fun because especially in these markets right now, it's a grind. Like I tell people, you get out of that acquisition phase and it feels like you just went through a 12 round heavyweight match and, and you're waiting for the decision because it was like, you're just exhausted. It's like running a marathon. But to that point, the reason we do that is so that we have the predictability on the back end. And that we, you know, so we understand exactly what that property, at least some level of predictability of what that's going to produce for us, what we can expect. And sure enough, those properties that you got, even with some challenges in the market, even it's producing what, you know, the numbers that you're running at. And that gets easier, right? The first, first few properties for sure are a lot harder than the next ones. Um, you know, uh, uh, Jeff and Jamie Child, who are part of our group, and they were on podcast earlier with us. And they, they were talking like they came in and they wanted to do buy 20 properties. Jeff's like, I want to buy 20 properties this year. And they have the means to buy 20 properties. They can go do it, but that's not always what it's about. Right. Can you imagine? I mean, that's a grind. He ended up buying, or they, they, I think they bought six, they brought six properties their first year. And that was, that's a grind. Right. And, and he told me, he's like, when we were talking to both of them, he's like, I mean, even setting them up, right. Furnishing six properties and, during this time with COVID, like you mentioned, that's a challenge. Going and analyzing them and finding six properties that work, that's a challenge. Now, those properties, now it, to, on the flip side of that, that grind, those six properties net them, net in their pocket over $750,000 a year. So you can decide whether that's worth it or not, right? That's a really good return on that time for him. 
but it's not, it's a grind. It's not like you said, there's a trade-off there. And the trade-off is that front end work on that acquisition phase. I always tell people, you're going to spend the majority of your time. If you do it correctly, in my opinion, at least my view of the world correctly, if you do it correctly, the the majority of your time is going to be set up, uh, spent on that acquisition phase. And, and that's to your point exactly. Yeah, I just, I think it's, it's that grit, you know, you, you look out there and then a lot of people talk about success and a lot of people just, it comes down to one thing. It comes down to grit. It comes down to working hard, figuring out how to solve your problems and just getting it done. And yeah. so I know for us, we, we had this crazy plan of, we wanted our property on the market to take advantage of that 4th of July weekend. We purchased the properties, both of them in the middle of June, and we got both of them on the market before the 4th of July weekend. That's awesome. Especially uh, one that you had to furnish. Yeah. Yeah. The one was pretty turnkey, which wasn't that difficult. Yeah. Uh, we had a good property management we found, but the one in Page was very difficult. And we joke about it, but we essentially broke Amazon, right? We had everything shit there on Amazon, but we did all the legwork beforehand, creating spreadsheets to know what we wanted to buy, you know, making sure it all showed up because literally we, we, we probably had about half of the truck every day dropping our stuff in our property. And stuff like that. So when we showed up, it was all there. We got it and basically got it all set up. And our hair was on fire. Our feet were on fire. Our hands were on fire. We were all on fire. Trying to get this thing up and running in 14 days. So Well, and you say that, like, everything showed up. Like, <laughs> no. I mean, we're, we're there. We're receiving 50. We show up. And the box, there were already a line of boxes, like 60 boxes outside the front door. I mean, we're getting everything shipped. We drove some, we, we met a U-Haul. I mean, if you guys know where Lake Powell is it's in the middle of nowhere, it's about two and a half hours from St. George, Utah. Um, we met a truck in the Walmart parking lot of St. George that had driven from Vegas. And they're like, the, why does the address, like they call me to confirm. They're like, well, are we in a Walmart parking lot? I said, do you see a U-Haul? He's like, yes. I'm like, wave at it. That's where you're dropping it off. He's like, okay you know but we're missing pieces we we had three or four shipments from amazon shipped to our idaho house and not to page we have um we had a ups driver call us and tell us that we had too many things so we had to come pick it up from the warehouse there were a lot of issues that we ran into tvs that didn't show up or that showed up after we left you know and we weren't there. We weren't in that market. We don't live, we live nine and a half hours away. So it's not just a quick jog down there. So that for us was for, at that time, it felt like a logistical nightmare. We were on the phone every day with shippers and suppliers saying, where's my stuff? Where's my stuff? Can I get an updated list? You know, we had like $500 worth of linens coming in that were never showed that they were coming. You know, there's constantly little things like that, that feel when you're in the moment, like what happened today? What problems do we have to solve today while you're trying to feed your kids and, and get yeah. them fighting? That, that's real life right there. Setting that property up was not like, hey, we're all going to go down, enjoy the lake, put up a bed, go yeah. home. Uh -huh. I mean, we were doing about 14-hour days. I did a couple all-nighters just putting laundry through, um, washing linens and getting it set up and, and stacking the house. We ended up spending more money than we thought we were going to. I mean, he puts in a pretty generous flush and projects well, but you always have those things come up. And I think it's just those problems that you solve that in the beginning, I was like, this is not, I don't know if this, you're, you're just trying to get through it. Like, this is exhausting. This is hard. This is tiring. And the last day when you're shining up your place and walking out and you're proud of what you put together 
and then you have a guest come. And I think that was another little tiny challenge. I was just nervous about the guest interaction. Um, we ended up, it was so silly to think about it now, but our first guest, um, a couple of things went missing. So we knew the house was stopped, right? We knew there was nothing missing. Yeah. We had a couple little tiny things, like little tiny things go missing. And we instantly reached out to Vodacy Group. What are you guys doing? Something like this goes, and everyone that sees him goes, guys, just go buy it. Like that's oh, not. Yeah, don't worry about it. That's the first one, like, but we know they took it. Like, <laughs> no. And again, they were just like, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. And it was, I was like, oh, true. Don't worry about it. You know, and the rest of the other guests we've had, all are like, I'm so sorry, I, I broke a little plate, or I'm so sorry, your whisk, you know, they really treat it like our home. And we were able to really implement the things we learned in Vodacy to make it personal. We wrote hand notes, you know, we supplied the pancake and syrup that is, is so simple, you know, so simple to put a Walmart order in and, and have it sent over to the house and um, found, we ended up finding our cleaner. That was another thing. We had no idea about how to even conquer that because all the project managers in the area told us like a week before we got finished, we, we closed that they were no longer accepting anyone. Yeah. So we didn't have a choice whether to self-manage or property manage. It was a self-manage option only. And we ended up showing up, called the owner of the home and said, hey, do you, like he ended up coming over and said, hey, my mother-in-law cleans. I have this resource that cleans, you know, and we were able to utilize people that lived there and they were all very willing to give us recommendations. We were able to interview a couple different people and it ended up working out really well, but you really can't just throw your money into someone that you don't know. Um, and so it was nice to have that hospitality manager and the cleaner be different people because then they yeah. can kind of on each other. Yeah, they do. You don't know because we didn't know them very well and they've turned out to be wonderful. Like we could not have like everyone says the house is sparkling. The, the man, hospitality manager is so kind and, and communicates well. So we luck. I feel like that was almost a lucky move because we could have had a challenge there and not foreseen that. Um, but we've really been, and we have a couple backup people. It's been really great to have those people that live there, give you good recommendations. I would maybe just add that, like, don't be afraid to ask the person you bought the house from, Hey, do you know anyone that personally cleans or do you know anyone who's really trustworthy that would like a side job that, you know, checking in on guests, you know, and it was just really a good, good situation for us. And that's, and, and I know that, um, you know, we talk about, you talk about the reviews and getting just amazing reviews. You talk about the people who are, you know, down there, the hospitality manager and the cleaner doing amazing work. A lot of that too. And we talk about this, but um, it's, there's, it's a direct reflection on you guys. I know you, I know how you treat people, how you operate with people. And, but you know, when you go the extra mile to create an amazing experience for somebody else, they appreciate it. They're going to take care of it like their own. The same is true. I'm 100% I'm confident in exactly how you operate with the cleaner and the hospitality manager. And it's why, you know, everybody's happy to be a part of it because, you know, but, and that's a reflection on how you guys operate, how, you know, everything, you know, how you treat people, how you operate. And that's, what's fun about this business too, is we get rewarded for that, right? We get rewarded for, we, we want, we don't want it to be some big corporate experience. And when it's not, and it, you know, you get, you know, people have these amazing times and this, you know, these great memories and they want to come back and everything else. And, and even back to the challenges, right? I, I don't know about you guys, but I, 
I take so much more pride when I, you know, when I battle through something that's hard and, you know, and in, in the midst of it, we're like, ah, this, I don't want to do this. But at the end of it, it's like, you kind of get, you kind of stick your chest out a little bit and you have a little more pride and you're proud of yourself for like battling through some of those things and those challenges. And you look back and now it's not a big deal, but at the time it felt like a big deal. Right. And, and, uh, and it, but it's worth it in the end and it makes it so much funner. We agree. I feel like we're more connected to the page property because we did all that elbow grease into it. The Daytona property is getting a facelift in the next month or so. So we plan, I plan to go down there for a girls weekend. Yay. <laughs> yeah. And check out all the updates. So that'll be fun too, you know, to see all the hard work the kids put into the design and, and arguing and fighting and trying to get resolution about what they wanted in their place, but it really became theirs, which that's you know, awesome. That's everything. But it's been great to see them really take ownership and that and paper wrap who gets to use it first. For sure. Awesome guys. Well, listen, the time is flying by. I don't, I know you guys, uh, I don't want to keep you all night long, but um, for the kind of a closing thought is, you know, is there anything you really would like anybody to know that's listening to this, that's thinking about this, that you wish you would have known going into it, just anything that you're about your experience so far that you just, you, you'd want somebody to hear or know, and, and, you know, that, that is considering the short-term rental game. I, I think for me, this kind of comes maybe back to a previous question that you, you've asked about Vodacy. I've, I've researched out and looked at a lot of different real estate education. And I think there, there is a single thing that made you stand out above and beyond the rest. And it was you are willing to personally review people's properties and analysis and provide feedback based on your experience. And, and that's something that people out in the, in the industry don't do. They'll, they'll give you some template to use, they'll provide all these different tools and stuff, but they themselves will not review your property. I know it's probably very time consuming for you, but I think that personal touch is amazing and far beyond what anybody else is doing out there currently. And so I just wanna give that plug that that's what I think is important is, is, is that personal touch, um, you know, it's, it's very difficult. There, there's lots of different things. There's, the market is very dynamic. And so being able to have a, a, that resource is, is super important. Awesome. I, I think for me, who was not interested in vacation rentals as a thing, but just likes people, like I like people. And he was always looking into real estate. For me, it's, if you're on the fence and you're not sure if you're your money can get there. You're not sure what to do. If you do have some savings and you're like, well, I don't want to lose it. I don't want to, um, I'm not sure what to do with it. I actually ended up talking to three people at my dentist office. How weird is that about vacation rentals? Cause I just said, Oh yeah, my dentist had gone to Lake Powell. And I was like, Oh, we just bought a house there. And he's like, Whoa, like, what do you do? And I'm like, Oh, we rented out. And this lady goes, I want to rent out my house, but I don't know how to like what I should do. And I said, like you can follow this program and you don't have to do, there's not a lot of guesswork. There's hard work, but you don't have to wonder. I said, and you're the best thing is at the end, knowing that your money's making money or that your investment was good and that you're not making this giant risk and just throwing it away. And I mean, I was able to, with very little training of the Bodicey program, right? I haven't taken much yeah. of it, but attending Bodicey Live, I was able to just share that excitement with somebody and say, like, I was excited about vacation rentals I heard some women stand up and say like I want to travel with my family I do not love to travel but I love to be in my home and sorry I'm getting emotional um that is my home now 
And so for me, like I get to go home and I get to go with my family to somewhere where it feels like home. So for me, it was not just vacations. It's just paying back my family, like quite a bit more than what we expected. That's awesome. Love, love. Thanks for sharing that. That's it's so it, it is, it's more than an investment, right? That's why I call these lifestyle assets. And part of our lifestyle is our family and our loved ones and those memories and those things that we're building. And, you know, like I, we all kind of tag ourselves as legacy builders and that's all part of it. And, and so it's, it's so fun. And um, Jacob, to your point, I, you know, I don't, people always tell me like, why, why do you review every property, you know? And, and I remember back when I was doing, getting started and, like I was just always second guessing myself and I was follow, I would, I would follow to a T what somebody would show me how to do. And I always, I've always had mentors um, in my life teaching me how to do stuff, but there was one guy that would, would, that was a mentor of mine that would overlook our deals. And I'm like, and I always said, I'm going to do that um, always when I, if I ever get to this stage where I can help somebody. And, and I actually can't imagine not doing it. Like, I love looking at deals. I love seeing, like, even today, we looked at that, the, the new, the third property. And to me, it's like, like today, I think I, I analyzed probably eight or 10 properties from just our members, but it's such a, like, I, I can't imagine if, they, if I ever, that'll be the last thing I ever delegate. And because it's such a fun part of the process and, and, and Vanessa, the, you know, the, whole reason we do this and you guys know this um and why i talk about it and we talk about it modesty live and everything else but is it's all about what we're building and creating with for for those around us and, and those that we love and it's not it's not always just about the numbers right it's not always just about you know looking for the best investment on paper because there's got to be that connection right i i tell people all the time those strict investors and they, they get frustrated with me and they say, well, where should I buy? Where's the best market? Where's the most investable market? And I say, just where do you want to own a vacation home? Where do you want your next home to be? Right? Like you said, this is your home. And because we can find out what makes it a good investment. We know how to figure that part out, but we want it to be a home too. We want it to be part of your life. So that's a, that's an awesome thing to share. And I appreciate you guys. Um, sharing that and being here and you guys that's uh you don't have to be part of our program we come with our podcast and you can listen to these amazing people and these amazing interviews and the trainings that we're putting out there we just launched a youtube channel and so go on there if you're interested at all go you can be a part of our world and then if you want to dive a little deeper there's plenty of ways to find us right we've got our book out there we've got our podcast we've got our youtube channel and so if you're interested, just go start, like you just start peeling back a few layers of the onion and, and we're out there. So you guys, thank you so much for being here and sharing your story and being a part of um, somebody else's world today. You know, there's going to be plenty of people listening to this that I'm sure that um, are going to be very, very thankful that you were on here and sharing your story. Um, and, and I very much appreciate it as well. Thank you for having us. Okay. Awesome guys. Well guys, that is a wrap for this episode of the Vodacy Vacation Rental Revolution podcast. As always, thank you for being a best part of this show and listening. If you got any value out of this, share it with somebody that you know that might be interested in it. Um, if you give us a like and a review, those things really do help us. So we very much appreciate that as well. Check out our new YouTube channel. You can find us 
on Instagram and YouTube now at Real Sean Moore. And uh, leave us a comment and uh, give us a thumbs up and subscribe. And we will plan on seeing you all same time, same place next week. We'll talk to you guys soon. Cheers, my friends. Thanks for joining us on this episode of the Vacation Rental Revolution podcast. Share this with other people you think need to hear about it. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. Hey, Grace, is there a website? Yes! For more amazing content and expert advice, visit bodicey.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode.